Hello. <laughs> hey. 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 <laughs> Hi. Welcome back. Welcome back to Always the Last to Know. Welcome. I'm Ash. Oh, I'm like. <laughs> I mean, what? they they've forgotten. Like, what? what if it's a new person that's just like, I'm going to watch this episode. I'm going to start yeah. here. Listen. Yeah, to we should, like, episode. properly, like, introduce ourselves. Like, what's up, what's up, Ashley? What's up, what's up? Come on out, Ash the Bash. <laughs> yes, definitely. That's totally what everyone calls her. Yep. All the that's time. It. That's, that's it. Yeah. All right. I- Go, go, go. Oh, I'm Katie. Is that <laughs> yeah. the last person? <laughs> yep. Um, anyway, hey guys. So, first of all, we just want to apologize for one, the technical difficulties that I was having last Tuesday. I clearly, since we're recording this, have my internet back. Um, but then after that, the next day, I was stricken with strep. Um, and I was out of work for two days, and we just like could not record so also with that fair warning i may cough tonight i don't know katie may get may get like creative with it and cover it up with some fun sounds who knows you'll hear um but if i have to pause or anything or i don't mute myself like i'm sorry and if my voice sounds crazy i'm sorry please bear with me everything will be better next week (laughs) so much better so good so we're sort of going to jam pack two episodes into one. We're going to do Ashley's episode that we were supposed to do before she was struck down by the strep. And then we're also just going to like, just like briefly, either before, after, or in the middle of, um, do like just some minor things from our mini episodes. Um, because... We didn't get to do that either, and we're behind. And, and we're those just, are fun. And those are fun, yeah. Yeah. I don't need to justify this to you, unless you're new. Hi. Welcome. Hi. Welcome to our show. So, I don't know if y'all remember, but from our episodes about, like, AT&T and Disney and all those mergers and everything, um, I made a joke. <laughs> about um Thomas Edison stealing from Nikola Tesla and now no one knows if it's like completely true or not um a lot of his patents did get lost over time and everything um but I'm going to be talking about Nikola Tesla um and I'll tell you guys like when I fell in love with him it was when I was in college and I was a broadcasting major and my broadcasting teacher that I had for like every single class um taught us about him and his inventions and I just thought that he was super dope and I've loved him ever since so I figured it would be a fun topic to cover yeah this is exciting yeah I need to like resituate myself hold on yeah no please get comfortable I'm Uh, in for the long haul um (laughs) yeah we're in this (laughs) so Sorry if I fuck up some names of places because um, he's like from the Austrian Empire, which is modern day Croatia. Uh, so some words are difficult. I'm sure so. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. 
All right, so first I'm gonna start with a little bit about him, um, like his childhood and everything. So he was born July 10th, 1856 in the Austrian Empire, AKA modern day Croatia. Okay. Um, he, in 1870, he moved north to Karlovac <laughs> for high school. Um, he wrote- <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm just like picturing for some reason him, but like in a modern day high school. <laughs> Yeah, as I was, like, doing research, like, that's kind of what was going on in my head, too, and I just, like, just because of his looks and everything, like, it was epic. Um, So, later in life, he wrote that he became interested in, like, all these, like, demonstrations of electricity and um, inventions and stuff like that because of his high school physics teacher. He noted that the demonstrations of this mysterious phenomena made him want to know more of this wonderful force. And I'm just like, how dope is that? Like you see some shit and then he's just like forever in his life. He's like, I need to work with electricity. I mean, I totally understand because it's like 1856. What more magical fucking thing could there be Mm -hmm. than electricity? I honest to God don't understand why the phrase is the best thing since sliced bread because the phrase should be the best thing since electricity. Yep. <laughs> this shit's incredible. Yes. So he's like, to me in my mind, he like embodies like, like a wizard of electricity, electricity. And it's yes. just like, he's because just so amazing. Also in my head, he has always looked like that bald old man with the big beard. Did they refer to what his education was as high school? Like, was this a normal thing for him to be pursuing a later education? Or is this kind of like... So, we'll get to it. Okay. We'll get to this. Okay. So, so we're still in high school. His teachers used to think that he was cheating because he could perform integral calculus in his mind. And now we know that there are literally people out there who can do that and people who can like learn to play an instrument for the first time by hearing a song and then repeating it on an instrument that they've never played. Like there are people who out there who can do amazing things who have clearly tapped some kind of part of their mind that the rest of us have not gotten to. And he's one of those people. I'm sorry. Can I sidebar real quick? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. There was a show on Netflix like forever ago. So Back in college, I used to do this thing where I would drink way too much and then watch weird shit on Netflix. <laughs> and then also order old maps on eBay. It was a whole problem. Wolf shirts. It was a thing. And there was this one about Stan Lee's superhuman phenomenons or something like that. And there's these people who had... I remember. These, like, crazy, but, like, not that crazy of abilities. Abilities, in yeah. Uh, a blind man who could do incredible, beautiful, realistic finger painting and someone who could like lower their temperature and raise it at will. And like, <sighs> yeah, it was I really, really cool. So badly wanted to discover something like that about myself. Yeah, like all I ever wanted as a kid, was like <laughs> shit, man, like all I need to do is just be in the right scenario and something's going to happen and, like, my spidey senses are going to kick in and all of a sudden, like, here I am. <laughs> Here's me. 
Oh my God. Yeah, I know. I, I feel the same way. Um, okay, so back to this. He graduated in three years uh, rather than four in 1873. And then he returned home, but his family had moved to Smilagen. I'm, I hope that's how you pronounce that. Wait, um, so he went off to high school and then came home and his family? No, no, no. He like went to where they moved. Oh. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I thought he like went back to where he came from and his family was just gone. I was like, Jesus, what a fucking tragic backstory. No, of education. he does have a bit of a tragic backstory. There's mm. a lot that I did not put into this because okay. it would have turned into like a three hour conversation. Um, okay. So if anybody does want to like learn even more, my sources for this are mainly the Wikipedia page, a couple other sources, but like they got a lot packed in there. It's a great page with a lot of information. Dope. I just picked what I thought would be like the most important, I guess. Okay. Okay. Um, so he contracted cholera when he was back home and he was bedridden for nine months and on his deathbed like several times. Holy shit. And then get this. So during his sickness, he suffered these like uh, blinding flashes of light that appeared before his eyes and they often accompanied visions. Um, and they would be linked to like a word or an idea that he had. And sometimes they would help him solve like a specific problem that he had encountered. And I think that this is all a part of the fact that like this bitch could do integral calculus in his mind. And I think him being sick, maybe some kind of like fever thing brought out more of it into him. I'm not, I've never like dealt with cholera, but when you're in a fever state some crazy shit can happen dude he was having some fucking jimmy neutron brain blasts yeah that's what was fucking happening (laughs) (laughs) so just by hearing the name of an item he could visualize it in his mind when he was creating inventions he would envision it completely in his mind with extreme precision before moving on to the construction of the invention like oh. all the dimensions okay that in is, his mind that's incredible at first yeah. at the first sentence of that of like once he said the name of something he could like envision it in his mind i was like yeah no okay that's thoughts man we all have thoughts yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. like his but, own creations and like like think about the fact that he's working with electrical things Think about the fact that he's thinking, okay, I can see the outside layer, but I can also see every single bit of precision of the inside of what's going on in there. And he can see that shit in his mind. Imagine. Absolute precision. That's incredible. Imagine what this dude would have fucking done with Legos. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, he's, he's pretty fantastic. So... All right. He also was a polyglot, which means that he could speak eight languages. So he speaks Serbo-Croatian, Czech, English, French, German, Hungarian, Italian, and Latin. Wow. Yeah. Yo, this man's mind is incredible. And what is it? We only use like 10% of our minds. This bitch is like using at least like 50. Yeah. He's amazing. 
<sighs> anyway. Dude, honest to God, I bet he's using only like 18. <laughs> and he's just, that's how fucking smart. Could you imagine if we used all of our minds? Holy crap. Yeah, I saw that um, movie. Like, and, mm, yeah. Or Bradley those Cooper. Are crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he's that's, using one hundred percent. Did you know they made a TV show too? I was like, no, I, you, you I need s- to do all that. <laughs> I was gonna say, I saw the beginning, middle, and end in the movie. There is nothing more left. Yep. So, all right, back on track. Ooh, sorry if y'all just heard my tummy. I'm hungry. I um. So, in 1875, he enrolls at Austrian Polytechnic in Graz, Austria. During his first year, he never missed any classes and earned really high grades and participated in like clubs and stuff. I'm pretty sure he started, uh, God, what was it? I think it was like a Yugoslavian like club or something like that. I can't, can't remember. Um, yeah. <laughs> Starting clubs. <laughs> During his second year, he had an issue with the professor when he questioned something related to an invention in class. Yo, like this, this bitch definitely knew more than the teacher and the teacher definitely got offended. <laughs> because he's a genius. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh my God. Imagine. He's an electricity wizard. <laughs> um, okay. At the end of, uh, the year he actually had lost his scholarship due to an addiction to gambling and during his third year he gambled away his allowance and tuition money um he did eventually win it all back and sent home like what he what he needed to to his family and he said that like from that day on that it was like over and done with like he had gotten it out of his system but later on when he moves to the u.s things change um okay so he never because he's from yeah united states of america yeah so he never received grades for his last semester of that year and he never graduated from the school okay so just like think about all these inventions for a second that he's come up with that are incredible um and he never graduated college so i'm sorry but you too can graduate or not graduate and do whatever you want Okay, you have it in you. I didn't graduate from college, and I'm a bomb ass hairstylist. Yeah, dude. Mm. Yeah. So do what you want. College is not that important. You can do it. Um, just look up to just look up to Nikola Tesla. Um. Anyway, <laughs> I have to cough. Hold on. Me too. I just wanted to give a little pep talk there. Um, So we're going to move on to his work life. Um, In 1881, he moved to Budapest, Hungary uh, to work for the Budapest Telephone Exchange. The company, when he got there, I guess was like just starting. So it wasn't quite functional yet. So he started as a draftsman in the Central Telegraph Office. Um, but within a few months, the company became functional and he became the chief electrician position. While working there, he made many improvements to the central station equipment um, and he claimed to have perfected a telephone repeater or amplifier, but it was never patented or publicly described. So mm. that kind of sucks. Yeah. Like, 
think about how early we could have had that shit. Um, so he started working for the Continental Edison Company, that's where Edison comes in, in Paris in 1882. Um, he worked on troubleshooting installations and improving generators as the company worked on the task of building like the whole large electricity utility in Paris, like setting all that up and everything, like the street lamps, the lighting in like buildings and everything, you know, all that. Wow. Um, so the projects, one of the projects he was given was to develop an arc lamp based street lighting system. Uh, the company was losing contracts, though, because the arc lamps were incompatible with Edison's low voltage incandescent, incandescent system. What and... is? <laughs> okay. Nope. It's you cool. know, incand incandescent lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's oh. like a high voltage and there's low voltage, and so it wasn't compatible with Edison's low voltage, which is like the only kind that he made. Okay. Um, and so Tesla's designs to like improve the system were never put to use, uh, possibly because of technological advances in incandescent street lighting or because of a deal that Edison cut with the arc lighting company. Mm. Um, he worked there for like six months and then he quit to start his own uh, company with money from investors. It's never said why he quit per se but they think it had to do with um with hold on i have it right here um please hold please ah all right so possibly because he never received a bonus that he was supposed to get Okay. Um, he said in his autobiography that the manager of machine work, or, oh, hold on, I'm getting ahead of myself. Hold on one second. Oh, no, we're at the wrong one. Blah, 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 blah. You didn't hear that. Okay. I don't even remember. <laughs> um, where did I go to? How did I get ahead of myself? I don't know. It just happens. Hold on. Ah, okay. Yep, I got ahead of myself. No, so when he left the company in Paris, um, it was to immigrate to the U.S. Okay. Um, and he did that. Somebody who was working, who was from Machine Works, which is Edison's company in New York City, was working in Paris and loved like his ideas and everything and brought him back to the u.s and he became um a naturalized citizen in 1884 so he starts working for edison machine works in new york city and um la, 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 la. okay he's basically doing the same exact thing that he was in paris uh -huh. working on the lighting system for the city okay um so Okay, so that's when he was given, I totally got ahead of myself. I like skipped a line in my notes. Sorry, guys. That's when he was working on that project to develop the arc uh, lamp-based street, light street, street lighting system. Um, and so 
he worked at Machine Works for six months. And then it says in his autobiography that the manager of Machine Works offered a $50,000 bonus to design 24 different types of standard machines. Uh, but it turned out to be a practical joke. <gasps> yeah. So, like, yeah, I'd be fucking pissed, and I'd leave. Yeah, yeah, I'd fucking leave, too. Yeah. yeah. So that's when he goes and starts, like, his own labs and company in the city um, to develop electrical and mechanical devices. In 1888, his alternating current induction motor, which is one of the biggest things that he is known for, because there's AC and DC. He's AC. Edison is DC. This is why there's like the clash. Okay. <laughs> Just so y'all know. Um, it earned him a considerable amount of money and became the cornerstone of the polyphase system. He became well known for his inventions and showed off to celebrities and wealthy patrons at his labs. And he was like especially known for his like whole showmanship, like really putting on a show when he would like show off his inventions. Uh -huh which I love so much, Wizard of Electricity. <laughs> I love that, yeah. Love That's pretty great. It. Yeah. Um, let's see. During the 1890s, he worked on his ideas for wireless lighting and worldwide wireless electri electric power distribution in his high-voltage, high-frequency power experiments. In 1893, he made pronouncements of the possibility of wireless communications with his devices. Wow. Yeah. He tried to put that to practical use in um, a project that he was working on called the Wardenclyffe Tower Project, an intercontinental wireless communication and power transmitter, but ran out of funding before he could complete it. Could you fucking imagine if he just had more funding we could have had wireless communication so much earlier. Could you even imagine? That's insane. I don't know it where we would be if we did. It like, would have been like such, it would have been such like a steampunk world. Like that's all I can think of. Yeah. Like it, oh my God, it would have been so cool. Because anyway. it would have vastly brought our technological advances to advances like, forward yeah. it's sort yeah. of like the um it's the the wizard effect imagine what i feel like we're bringing wizards up a lot but what mm -hmm. able to do it's it's the idea that like people who um are so far advanced in certain ways don't evolve in other ways so like their clothing style stays in a quote-unquote old-fashioned way and that's how yeah. you get fucking steampunk you get people in like old-fashioned pea coats and top hats and like crazy ass fucking corset dresses with hover skateboards yeah it's dude it would have been so so amazing god damn it hover, with hover skateboard <laughs> with hover skateboards. Hover skateboard <laughs> sorry because <laughs> that's where we'd be right now if we had wireless communication in the 1800s so there's a heck of a lot more to like his life a lot more but i couldn't really delve deep into that because we need to like keep this ball rolling so i'm just gonna list out some of his like most notable inventions um but i do want to point out that he obtained 
around 300 patents worldwide for his inventions and some of them are still missing so there's like more out there that we just don't know about um yeah mystery so, yeah so this is why some people think that edison stole patents from tesla okay because of stuff like that because some things are missing that you just don't know where they are um so obviously the alternating current induction motor um the electromagnetic motor uh, a regulator for alternate current motors thermomagnetic motor method of obtaining direct current from alternating current so a method of obtaining an electrical current from what edison produced to converting it to his alternating current induction oh, motor okay yeah system of electrical lighting electrical incandescent lamp electric generator coil for electromagnetics which is like his tesla coil okay electrical railway system um though there i mean there's over 300 so there's a lot more and a lot of them are listed on the wikipedia page so like i implore you if you're super interested to know like any more details about any of the ones that i just listed if you want to see more go there and some of them have pretty cool like in-depth pictures of what it looks like and everything um so now i just want to talk about like his later years real quick um on his 50th birthday he demonstrated a 200 horsepower, 1600, sorry, 16,000 RPM bladeless turbine. Whoa. Like a, like a wind turbine. Um, he spent most of his time trying to perfect the Tesla turbine, but due to engineering difficulties, it never made it to a practical device, especially mm. in like the size that it was. Um, he did license it to a precision instru instrument company, and uh, it's used in luxury cars as huh. speedometers and like other instruments. Okay. Um, pretty much after the 1920s, he spent most of his time bouncing from like hotel to hotel in NYC and like leaving like unpaid bills with them. Oh, um, yikes. Yeah. So then I'm going to get into like, his death, but there was an interesting story that I found. Um, in the fall of 19, what? I said enlighten us. Oh, yeah, yes. seriously. Always. In the fall of 1937, at the age of 81, after midnight one night, Tesla left the, uh, the Hotel New Yorker, which is sidebar where me and the girls are gonna be staying when we go uh, work at the beauty experience in the city. <gasps> March. Ooh. Ooh. Like, let me know what room he was in. We can stay in that one. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, anyway, uh, he left to make his regular commute to the cathedral and library to feed the pigeons oh. at 81. Um, while crossing the street a couple of blocks from the hotel, Tesla was unable to dodge a moving taxi cab and was thrown to the ground because he was old. <laughs> 
Pika's back was severely wrenched and three of his ribs were broken in the accident. The full extent of his injuries were never known and he refused to consult a doctor, which was a lifelong custom and he never fully recovered. Like he's just one of those people who's like, nah, I'm not going to the doctor. Um, Yeah. But that was not, he did not die. So on January, so that happened in 1937. On January 7th, 1943, at the age of 86, so he lived five more years after that crazy accident, um, he died alone, ooh, in room 3327 of the New Yorker Hotel. I want to scope it out. (laughs) Yeah, dude, try and stay there. Um, I really just got way too excited about someone's death. Sorry, guys, I'm very morbid. Um, We love it. His body was later found by um, a maid after she had entered Tesla's room, ignoring the do not disturb sign that he had placed on his door two days earlier. Um, The assistant medical examiner um, examined his body and ruled that the cause of death had been coronary thrombosis. I'll tell you what that is. It's the formation of a blood clot inside a blood vessel of the heart. So it just restricts the flow and then the heart stops. Mm. Word. Yeah. Um, so this was interesting and I read this part tonight. (laughs) Two days later, the Federal Bureau of Investigation ordered the alien property custodian, hold on one second. Oh, an office within the U.S., within the government of the United States during World War I and again during World War II, serving as a custodian to property that belonged to U.S. enemies. Huh. So they had those people go seize his belongings. And John G. Trump, <laughs> yes, Trump's uncle, a professor at MIT and a well known electrical engineer serving as a technical aide to the National Defense Research Committee was called in to analyze Tesla's items, which were being held in custody. And after three uh, days investigating, his report concluded that there was nothing uh, which would constitute a hazard in unfriendly hands. What the so basically, So basically wow. he was like, yeah, no other country could be able to use this against us if it got into their hands. That's basically what that was. Wow. Yeah. so yeah um actually let me tell you um his resting place hold on it's Um, that room obviously (laughs) buried in the mattress hold on one second oh Uh, i'm exhausted and a little bit drunk because liz moving in her screen i thought that was my screen and i was like who's in my house Oh my god. Oh, okay. So his resting place is the Nikola Tesla Museum in Belgrade, Serbia. So back home. He is back home. That's awesome. Isn't so that nice. Okay, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> so 
that's him. If you guys want to learn any more, there is so much um, online. Also, I implore you to go on YouTube and look up uh, rap battles of history or like epic rap battles of history. I think that's what it is. And there's one about Tesla and Edison. Please watch it because it's super hilarious and very entertaining. I'm going to watch that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. But um, that's my episode about Nikola Tesla, and he's a boss, and he is an a a wizard, <laughs> an electricity <laughs> wizard, and I love him so much. Like he's so damn smart, and while he had his issues, like he didn't like really hurt anyone else. He was just hurting himself. But I just really like to he gamble. He was a genius. Right? Oh my god! Yeah, he's amazing. We could have had just a little more funding and our world would be so incredibly different than it is today so different it's crazy to think about yeah but um thank you for coming to my ash top (laughs) (laughs) that was great let's get into some fun uh fun things katie um some other fun things that was fun i hope everyone enjoyed that no that was fun i I did enjoy that i definitely enjoyed that um i meant the listeners i hope they liked it but we did too yes no that's what really matters i know you guys liked it also um hold up real quick side note because i know people are gonna see like tesla and be like oh the cars hold on one second I was trying to see if the actual Tesla cars like use his like AC induction motor, but it wasn't quite quite clear online. Or maybe Elon Musk just really likes him. I feel like there's probably some kind of connection to it in the building of uh, the cars though. There has to be. I'm sure. Yeah. If anybody can like answer that question for me, if you're like a a car person or something, like please let me know. That would be awesome. Sometimes Google searches are hard, guys. Who can you trust? Who can you trust? Not the government. Um, That's a fact. So the Super Bowl just happened. <laughs> and, um... Ooh, go Chiefs! You won! And I guess, to be honest, I do have a little bit more to say about this. Super Bowl commercials. uh, I haven't seen any, so lay it on me. I did not, I forgot that the Super Bowl happened. Probably like the only American who didn't watch it, so. I I only saw a couple, a lot of beer commercials, but um, CBS didn't show the medical marijuana commercial. They banned it from the Super Bowl. And that really fucking bums me out. Yeah. Because Especially this- when it's about helping a child function better in life. And there's yeah. not any terrible fucking side effects. I'm like genuinely, I'm genuinely mad about it. Yeah. Tell me why. Because of um, all those goddamn beer commercials. Yeah. Which is so many times worse for your body than marijuana is. And like, this was like an actual weird medicine. Flex, weird flex. This is like an actual uh. medicine that um, is helping people. And that's what the commercial was about. It was like it being an actual medicine. And uh, my neighbor commented on my Facebook about her 
um, very young oh, stepson. Yeah, my neighbor okay. commented on my Facebook about her young stepson who um, unfortunately passed away from cancer a few years ago. Um, and uh, he had a prescription for medical marijuana, which I'm sure hopefully helped him, but they had to pay full price for it because insurance wouldn't cover it. And they were totally fine, she said, uh, willing to give this child um, Oxycontin and morphine. Yeah. Do you know what that does to a kid? Fuck. It's insane. Are you fucking kidding me? But like at, she said at, uh, at pennies on the dollar for these pills, but like it left him with like no ability to like enjoy anything. Yeah. Um, at least and then, with the medical marijuana, he can function properly and, and yeah. Um, and she like pointed me in the direction of a couple of caregivers and nonprofits and stuff that help patients pay for things like that when they can't afford it, which is just beautiful. I love Maine. That's amazing. The state is fucking incredible. But um mm, fuck you, CVS. CVS, not CVS. I love CVS. Fuck you, CBS, for not being willing to play this commercial about a kid who's getting marijuana drops in his fucking mouth and not having a seizure. Yeah. So sorry. I'd say worth it. So worth sorry. It. Um wow. That's sad, man. It's and then so to have all up. those like beer commercials, which like, yes, please enjoy beer. I'm not saying don't drink. But do we even understand how much more harmful that is to your body than marijuana is? I, I watched a documentary and like, don't quote me on this, but I think it's like 114 times more dangerous to your body and like the effects that it causes than marijuana. Um, pretty sure. And I'm pretty sure I like looked that up too. It was from like a legit study and everything. We can always like put a link out there on, on social media when we find it, but (laughs) it's just like ridiculous. Heavy alcoholics can die from the withdrawals of alcohol from like quitting drinking too quickly. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. There's like very few things that can do that to you. Ain't nobody died from smoking weed Um, or stopping smoking weed. Yeah, the worst thing that's ever happened is, like, someone forgot they made Hot Pockets. <laughs> that's yeah. not true. I'm sure that there have been people who have, like, gotten behind the wheel, you know, smoking weed and have caused some issues. I'm sure that has happened. So, all right, should we do some questions? Yeah, I would love that. Okay. I hope people are enjoying these because, like, I I love it. They're really fun. Yeah. Um, the cannonball the no Katie, the cannibals quandary, or Shaquille in the shower. (laughs) In the shower. Yeah, Shaquille in the shower. Okay. So we need to know. Just as a visual, I'm not, I don't want, they have like, it's all like little writing and then like really uh-huh. big writing. So the big, <laughs> like, catches that big writing head. right there. Yeah. Oh uh, my God. And the, oh, 
It's just so good. You come home from an afternoon of shopping, expecting your residence to be empty. However, upon entering your door, you immediately sense that something is strange. The entire place smells like marijuana and roses. That's not abnormal for my house. Uh, (laughs) There's a briefcase sitting in the middle of your living room floor filled with diamonds and Christmas cookies. <gasps> Ooh. You can hear the shower running. Oh, things just got weird. And when you open the door to the bathroom, you realize that the man using the shower is basketball legend Shaquille O'Neal. A naked Shaq peers at you from behind the shower curtain and smiles enthusiastically, but says nothing. He then returns to washing himself. When you ask O'Neal what he's doing in your home, he simply says, I don't remember. Do you call the police? Hell no. 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 I have to figure out what happened. Obviously, that's an interesting story, and I am down for that adventure. Right? I'm here for this ride. Yeah, Where like he clearly has from? amnesia, and I'm here for it. <laughs> Christmas cookies. Also, marijuana and roses. I'm assuming in this situation, my house is not supposed to smell like that. So right. that's like an oddly specific thing. Yeah. You don't know why you're in my shower? So let's figure it out. Let's fucking... I mean, that's essentially a reverse sort of of the hangover. Right? You start with a person and figure out how they got there. I mean... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm here for it. I I would not call the police. No, it's Shaq. It's Shaq. We all know Shaq. It's Shaq. He's like, he's dope. He's not going to do anything. It's only like, like this is a smile stranger. would not creep me out. The smile would reassure me. I'd be like, yeah. uh, this isn't as good like, you wash your body. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm so sorry I interrupted your shower. My towels might be a little bit small for you. Let me see what I've got. I've got three. Don't Let's worry. Here. I have got, I've got some um, extra large beach towels. I got a blanket. Like, <laughs> I gotta like it. I got a tapestry. Yeah, we'll figure that around you. My bad. Um, you you can wear my pants and say that they're short. <laughs> have a hair dryer. <laughs> That'll definitely help. Um, I loved that one. That was great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the brain pill, euphoria forever, synthesia. Euphoria forever. I was gonna say I'm leaning towards that one. Okay. Right. <laughs> I'm interested. Imagine the following three sensations. One, chewing and swallowing the first mouthful of your favorite food after starving yourself for 48 straight hours. The Ooh. food is prepared perfectly. Okay. Lying down on an especially cozy bed after 12 hours of nonstop physical labor on a cold day. Three, the first moment of urinary release after having held in a completely full bladder for more than 90 minutes. For the rest of your life, you will feel one of these three ways all the time. This is how you will always feel, 24 hours a day. You won't be doing the specific activity, but you'll always be experiencing the act, acts accompanying euphoria. 
Which one will you select? Three to a... I was just going to say <laughs> number three. That is yeah. the most satisfying oh. release ever. That feeling, I like, I couldn't really picture the middle one, the second one. The first one was good, but like, I'm going to get, I'm going to get tired of that. Like, that's not the best. But releasing that pee, that's the best. And I want to feel like that for the rest of my life. <laughs> Thank Honestly, you. Honestly, I'm picking two. Yeah. I'm going to be so chill all the time with just like the feeling of being so, and I can, I know that feeling of just like, was it 12 hours? Yeah, 12 that's, hours. A, that's a work shift. A long before. That's a work yeah. shift for me in our sometimes very cold kitchen in our cold building and my arms are tired and I've carried so many bags of ingredients upstairs and I just like get into my cozy bed and it's warm and dark and if I felt like that all the time I would just be I wouldn't need I I wouldn't need medication of any kind yeah I would just be so (laughs) chill whereas if I feel like if I felt that if I feel like I think I might actually just pee myself if I felt that all the time. (laughs) (laughs) If I felt the feeling of that release, like I might actually just let go and pee myself. So I'm not going to... I never thought about that. I'm not going to take the chance. I feel... (laughs) Dan just came in here and told me that I laugh like a supervillain when I laugh like that. I was like, awesome. Thanks. Fuck you, Dan. Um, No, I think it was supposed to be a good thing. Although I'm not entirely sure. I don't know. I was literally just about to say, I feel like I'm always two seconds away from peeing myself. (laughs) God. Number number three wouldn't be a... a That's not good. No. No, it's not. I just... I feel like I could laugh hard enough that I'm going to pee myself. <laughs> I'm like getting a lot of these pages uh, or these questions, but they're all... Uh... I currently have to pee, so can we not talk about peeing anymore? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's fine, dude. All right. I got... These are the last two we'll pick between. Um... <clears throat> Rudimentary magician or prison culture? Hold on one second. What did you say? Rudimentary magician or prison culture? I'm sorry for the interruptions. Can you please get out of here? (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) So sorry. What were the options? What were the options? Rudimentary magician or prison culture? Um, rudimentary magician. <laughs> it's on theme. <laughs> okay. Let us assume you meet a rudimentary magician. Let us also assume that he can do five simple tricks. He can pull a rabbit out of his hat. He can make a coin disappear. 
He can turn the Ace of Spades into the Joker card. He can do two others in a similar vein. These are the only tricks he can do, and he cannot learn anymore. However, it turns out that he's doing these tricks with real magic. It's not an illusion. He can actually conjure the bunny out of the ether, and he can move a coin through space. He is legitimately magical, but extremely limited in scope and influence. Would this person be more impressive than Albert Einstein? Wow. Yes. Yeah, man. Because, like, I'm sorry. There will be more. Yeah. Like, and yes, in theory, like, I can physically see, like, his works and everything, but, like, this guy's doing real, real, real magic. Oh, my God. Straight up magic. Yeah. No, there. Yeah. I feel like I just read an article about a 16 year old girl who was, like, smarter than Einstein ever was. Yeah, there will be more, and they'll be better, yeah. and they'll do crazier stuff. As we unlock more of our mind. But that guy is tapping into some otherworldly shit. Legitimately magical. Yes. I don't care how limited you are. That's way more impressive, especially because I love magic. <laughs> I find that weirdly motivating. Yeah. Legitimately magical, extremely limited. I don't care how limited you are. You're magic. You can still do it. That's amazing. You're still magical. It's great. Magic. You're magic, honey. <laughs> um, that was actually my uh, Instagram information for a little while. Legitimately magical, extremely limited. <laughs> I love that. Oh, God. Because it's just so fucking good. I think it's, uh, I'm your mom now. Be kind and drink water. I'm your mom now. Uh, so yeah, those are those are my questions this week. Awesome. Um, Do you think the magic person is more impressive than Nikola Tesla? Ooh. Nah. I want to say no, but because this guy sort of. Because because Tesla, even, all right, all right, okay, okay, hold on. With his inventions alone and not his, like, mind, just the inventions, he is similar to Albert Einstein. But the fact that he can visualize all of that shit with precision and do, like, integral calculus in his mind, that's pretty fucking magical. But it's also still a human ability because he has, he just uses more of his brain. So I think on the real, because it's some otherworldly shit, the magician would probably be more um, impressive. Okay, but is electricity not just magic that we super understand? True. It is a, a very supernatural occurrence. We're making light. It's crazy. Yeah. Just because we're able to control that. Just because we understand it doesn't make it any less magic. When you put it that way. 
Just saying. My man, my man still wins. It's it's pretty insane when you think about it. To be able to control something as wild as lightning. And to do that when it hadn't been done before. Yeah. That's... And to be able to see the components of it in your mind in full detail. Yeah. It's magical as fuck. That's some magic <laughs> shit right there. What's There's no difference between someone like conjuring that up and him thinking that up and then just building it with his hands. It's just Electricity really, wizard. It's just a really <laughs> slow conjure. Yeah. A manual conjure. Excuse him for it not being more Harry Potter-esque. <laughs> so yeah, those are my questions. And yeah. um, something that upset me. This week. <laughs> um, as always, you guys, thank you for listening. Um, please follow us on Instagram. Like us on Facebook. Um, if you have any questions about anything we talked about, you can DM us. You can also send us an email uh, to our Gmail. It's al2kpodcast at gmail.com. Um, and, and like, let us know if there's anything in particular that you want to listen to. I know we say this all the time, but like, we really want to know. We want to cater yeah. to you. Um, you know, if you want us to bring you an understanding of like, your finances and what the fuck a 401k is like let us know i have people in my life who i can ask those questions and they can tell me uh, yeah. and i can relay that to you yeah yes yeah. Let so, us know. drop a line interact with us um i did see that our star ratings on um the apple podcast app went up by a couple like <gasps> I fucking love you guys. Thank you for doing that. That's like amazing. Um, That's so exciting. Can you like write us a review? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't care what you say. Like, just somebody put something on. (laughs) I really appreciate it. It would be nice. Yeah. I don't want to review my own podcast. Yeah. That's just That sounds sad. But Um, as always, guys, we really, we really appreciate you listening. And we're sorry that. It took us a while. (sighs) Bad things happen in life sometimes. Yeah, crazy things happen that you're unprepared for. Like getting your house broken into. Oh, yeah. That happened. Don't ever fucking tell anybody when you're leaving. Not that that's what happened, but just don't ever tell anyone that when you're, like, going on vacation shit. (laughs) Don't Don't post those pictures till you get back from vacation. Like, nobody needs to know that you're gone. Anyway, um, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks. Thanks, guys. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll catch you next week. Bye. 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 I think you're hot. <laughs>